The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network and is sponsored by me and my company, D. Joseph Design, where you can get website design, presentation design, web hosting, cover art for your podcast, all sorts of cool design and new media services. Check out my portfolio at djosephdesign.com. You have a message that deserves to look great, so make your next message look or sound great by hiring me to design it for you, especially some cover art for your podcast, and make it really stand out. The Audacity to Podcast is also brought to you by GoToMeeting. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 20, Soundboard 2.0, Podcaster's Theme for WordPress, and Pasting in Audacity. Welcome back to another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. This is the podcast where I give you some of the guts, I give you the guts, and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. That's the pod of podcasting. I'm excited that you're here for this and hitting 20 episodes. That's a kind of monumental number, I think, and it's really exciting to have 20 episodes out there about podcasting and about audacity. And I am excited about that and excited about some things I'm going to tell you about in this upcoming episode. But first, I want to remind you that we have a website where you can get all the previous episodes and everything. That's at theaudacitypodcast.com or that just redirects you to Noodle. That's the network where we've got all of the podcasts, the Ramen Noodle Clean Comedy Podcast. We've got the podcast about critical thinking. It's Are You Just Watching? And of course, this podcast. And keep watching the site because I might be adding another podcast or a couple more podcasts soon. Also, I want to tell you that I'm hosting a little giveaway, and that is for my email newsletter subscribers. I will be giving away a Tron poster, limited edition for Tron Legacy. I've seen 23 minutes of preview and it is awesome. So here's what you have to do to enter. Just subscribe to the email newsletter and you will be entered. Here's the catch though. This is only to the continental United States or the contiguous United States states. That is everyone in America except Hawaii and Alaska. So sorry, Canadians or Hawaiians or Alaskans or people who are international, but this will be just the contiguous United States, 48 states. But in this episode, I want to talk about some things, some new software that's come out, fixing some problems, some stuff that will be coming out, and an Audacity tip for you. But before I get into that, let me tell you about my sponsor, and that is GoToMeeting. Picture this. You're on the phone with a client or a colleague or a friend, and you're trying to explain something to them like trying to explain a chart, a spreadsheet, a slide, and a presentation, how well does that work when you're trying to explain it to them over the phone? Not too well. It can be actually quite impossible to do it. Very frustrating. They have to see what you're talking about, not just hear what you're talking about. I've got good news for you. 
they can see and hear what you're talking about. Just use gotomeeting.com to hold an online meeting. It's really easy. You can set up your meetings in advance or even just on the fly when someone calls you and says, hey, can you show me this? You can just say, yeah, sure. Let me just start this meeting here. Okay, now just log in to gotomeeting.com and you know what? They see your computer screen on their computer screen so you can show them what you're talking about, not just try to explain it to them with your words. GoToMeeting, which is brought to you by Citrix, is the easiest, most secure way to hold an online meeting. I have used GoToMeeting and I plan to use GoToMeeting again in the future to host some online webinars and some other training. Can you try it for free? Yes, you can. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. That's a month of unlimited online meetings for free. Normally, you'd only get 30 days, but you can get 45 days. And here's how. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. That's GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST, and you'll get a free 45-day trial. Thank you, Citrix, for your support. Well, there are some interesting things going on in the podcast world, and some things under development. First of all, I want to share some news on the Mac side of things. I use a Mac computer. And I know many others do, but many people use Windows as well. I just want to share briefly, there's this program called Soundboard for Mac. It's for playing sound effects, and it allows you to lay out sound effects on this board, and you can click them to press different sound effects and such, like this. I have a separate soundboard for the ramen noodle, so you'll get to hear all of these different sounds as I've got beep beep and i can play that's redundant or i can play the theme song i can fade out and all of this well this is all in a program called soundboard now soundboard is from mac os 10 but it is really nice see on windows on the windows side of things there's pod producer at podproducer.net. That's free, but it hasn't been developed in a long time, and it looks like that. It's all right. Well, actually, it's very good on the Windows. It's free on Windows. I suggest you do make a donation to the developer, though. But it does its job really well. On the Mac side, there isn't really a good free option. But Soundboard is a very nicely designed option. It's been around for a while, but recently Soundboard 2.0 was released. Soundboard 2.0, first of all, fixes a major bug that previous versions of Soundboard had, and that is that if you imported a mono sound effect into Soundboard previously, it would only play in the left side of your ear. So that would be like me loading up a sound that was mono in Soundboard and pressing play, and you'd hear this. Only in the left side. And that's obviously not the way you want to do things. It would be a hassle to have to go through and change all of your mono sound effects to stereo. And you might drop something in there and not realize that it's stereo or mono, rather, until you start recording. And then you've got this bad recording. 
you have to go back and fix it or just go with it. Well, Soundboard 2.0 fixed that problem. It also added several other nice features. And just in case you're not familiar with Soundboard, let me give you a little overview about some of the things that are really nice about it and really nice on the Mac platform. First of all, instead of just having buttons that you click with the mouse, Soundboard does let you click the different sound effects with the mouse, but it lays out the sound effects in the form and the layout of your keyboard. So along the top are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and I can have more than that if I want. And then second row is Q, W, E, R, T, Y, and so forth, and so on. It's laid out like a keyboard. The reason it's done like that is so that I don't have to move move my mouse around and click. Have you ever noticed how loud a mouse click is? You can often hear it when podcasters are recording with their computers. You hear that. You hear them clicking. You hear them moving their mouse around. And oftentimes you'll hear it just right before a sound effect starts as you'll hear this click. And then the sound effect starts. That's because they're clicking their mouse on the button in Pod Producer. Well, in Soundboard for OS X, you can press a button on your keyboard and it corresponds visually with what you see in Soundboard. If you want to change the shortcut, then you drag the sound clip around in Soundboard, which is really nice that you can arrange things visually. You don't have to assign manually assign keyboard commands and it moves stuff around for you and you can just drag and drop your sound effects into it that's really handy and it lays things out really nicely what's also really cool about this is i can start multiple sound effects at the same time i often tease my co-host jeremy over at theramanoodle.com about this Uh, well, I can start teasing him now since I'm using Soundboard, is I'll just load up the program and I'll press several buttons at the same time and get something uh, kind of chaotic like this. And that was four sound effects playing all at once, which you would never want to do something like that. But this does allow for really quick switching around and being able to play just the sound effect at the moment that I want. Some of the new features, though, that they've added are some more editing capabilities for your sound effects, and they don't destroy your sound effects. There are some cool features, like you can tell it to output the sound to a certain device or to a certain program so that you don't have to have a mixer. This is awesome. Part of this is if you're using Audacity, there are the software with this contains special drivers that you can record your sound effects into audacity while recording live using this program without having to use a mixer because it can send the audio to audacity or to GarageBand. make sure that it does work though before you try that and bank yourself on that also cool is that you can apply real-time effects that all use the embedded apple effects within os 10 And there are handy buttons, like a button I really like is the duck button, which automatically fades whatever is playing down to a set level. It defaults to 33%. I dropped mine down to 25%. And then press the button again, and it fades it back up. Let me illustrate what that does. And I used it at the beginning of this episode, and that is when recording the intro music is 
you get this. You start the music at full volume and listen, it's going to duck down. Then I can speak and it will go back up again. Here it goes. Now I just clicked a button and the volume dropped down so I can continue talking. And then when I finish talking, I press the button again and it goes back up. And then if I press the button to stop the sound effect playing, it fades out. Instead of a harsh cut, it fades out, which is really cool. And you can customize what happens when you click these things. Soundboard is really a nice program. I would love to use it for my podcast. I'm currently using the trial. Here's the catcher. It's $49. Previous versions of Soundboard have been, I believe, $29. And if you have a previous version and you're upgrading, you can get Soundboard 2.0 for $19 upgrade cost. But at $49, that is quite expensive. At $49, you could also look at Soundbite, which is for Windows or Mac. And Soundbite comes with iPad and iPhone controlling uh, programs. So you can control the sound effects on your computer, but through your iPad or your iPhone. And Soundbite comes with a couple other things, but Soundbite isn't as nicely designed as Soundboard. But they're both now $49 and I think that's just too much to pay to play sound effects. It does some awesome things and I'll keep using it. This is really my first day trying it in a podcast recording, but I'm not sure if it's worth $49. Play with it yourself. That has a free 30-day trial. Play with it. You tell me what you think. You can email me at feedback at noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332 or leave a comment on the show notes, the audacity to podcast.com slash 20. Also, someone did call that number, 859-353-4332, and had a question about episode 11 where I talked about hardware versus software compressors and I had mentioned at that time that I couldn't get the brand new hardware compressor limiter gate to work with my Behringer mixer at that time and he wonders why. So here is Alan Bunt with his question. Hello Daniel, my name is Alan Bunt. I'm a listener to your the Audacity podcast. Podcast, I guess you could say. Um, I just uh, re-listened to episode 11 about uh, hardware versus software compressors. You almost had me convinced to go hardware on it until you just uh, you know, mentioned that uh, you had a Behringer 1204 and you couldn't interface it with your Behringer uh, compressor limiter gate. What's the reason for that? Because uh, I've got a 1204 and I'm looking at doing hardware compression. Uh, my setup is, is, is in a worship center in a church where I have a main PA system that I take a, an aux send out of that and into my 1204 mixer for uh, recording online and also live streaming. So I'm looking to do compression uh, real time. I usually only have one, or, one input from that main PA. Would the aux send or the aux return work for that on a 1204 or not? That's my question. Great podcast. Listen to you all the time. Thank you very much. 
my live broadcasts and podcasts are at uh, www.onegoodshipper.org. Uh, we do live video streaming and on demand, and also uh, the audio is, is put out as a podcast on iTunes also. Thank you very much for calling in, Alan, for that. And check out his show at www.onegoodshepherd.org. He does raise an interesting question that I want to clarify. I mentioned that I had, at that time, a Behringer 1204 USB mixer. And I would bought a Behringer 4600, or MX, what is it, Multicom Pro XL 4600, MDX 4600 is the model number on my uh, compressor limiter gate. And I said that I was disappointed that when I bought the compressor limiter gate, I discovered I couldn't interface it with my Behringer 1204 mixer. Now, I guess I failed to describe why that is that I couldn't interface it and what I was trying to do. In short, to answer the question is, yes, you can interface a hardware compressor limiter gate with a mixer like the Behringer 1204. Really, all you need to do it is your mixer needs to have the aux sends or auxiliary sends and auxiliary, auxiliary returns. The reason why I didn't like how the compressor limiter gate I bought, the MDX 4600, worked with my Behringer 1204 USB mixer is that the compressor limiter gate I have has four channels and I bought it specifically for that reason. Four channels. Remember I talked about the advantage of a hardware compressor limiter gate is channel isolations so I can run different compression settings on different inputs or like the music or the computer sound effects or the voicemail or Skype or my microphone or my co-host microphone etc. I have four channels to work with of doing that. And I have used four channels before for various purposes. And I like how I can isolate those. Here's the thing. If you have a mixer that only has the auxiliary sins, then you are forced to run your compressor as mono. Run everything as mono. Now, not necessarily everything is forced through it. Because if you have an auxiliary sends, then you can adjust what goes to that auxiliary sends or send. And the way that you would do that is it would be one of the volume knobs for that channel. So for channel one, you'd have maybe some equalizer settings, you have your volume slider at the very bottom, and then you might have something in the middle that would say aux sends or FX sends. That is where you choose what is sent to your auxiliary send. So you could send just the people who are on microphones through and not your music. Or you could send everything through or you could adjust how much each person is sent through. But when it goes through auxiliary sends, it, everything is being mixed into a single mono channel. That means that when it goes, there's no way to split it when it gets to your compressor limiter gate. Like in my case, I have a four-channel compressor limiter gate. I can't have channel isolation anymore if I'm getting my audio from the auxiliary send of my mixer 
because it's coming out as mono and you can't split a mono into four separate channels and isolate each of the four different voices within it into four different channels. It's mono. It's all mixed into one. But if you have just a single channel compressor, limiter, gate, or maybe a dual channel, then you're fine. You don't need channel isolation. So you'd be fine with an auxiliary sense. Send. <laughs> what I didn't have in that Behringer 1204 mixer was I didn't have inserts. Inserts are extra plugs for each channel where it looks like a quarter inch or a phone jack, not phone like a telephone, but the old, old kind of phone. It's a quarter inch audio jack. And it looks like it's a stereo jack. But what happens is your audio signal will go from the microphone through your gain settings and then through the audio send. It goes through, it's a two-way connection actually. So it goes through one way, comes back another way, and then goes through the equalizer, the fader controls, and all of that, any special effects you add with your mixer. So the Behringer 1204 doesn't have those insert cables, those inserts. I needed inserts in order to have channel isolation so that I could have one compressor setting for myself, one for my co-host, one for a third co-host, and one for someone through Skype or computer sound effects or whatever. But you can still work with any mixer that has auxiliary sends. You can run it through the compressor limiter gate. Actually, even if your mixer didn't have auxiliary sends, you could theoretically still run it through the compressor limiter gate. What you would have to do, though, is run it from your mixer's main output to the compressor limiter gate, and then from there to your recording device. So you wouldn't get to hear what's going on after it's being compressed or limited, which is really important when you're trying to set your settings. And also, don't think that you can plug your microphone straight into the compressor limiter gate. That doesn't work. It needs the gain settings on it first. That sensitivity, that's what the gain is. It needs that set first, and then it goes back to the mixer. So that's why it's really important to have inserts on a mixer if you want a multi-channel compressor limiter gate. But if you're working in single channel and you're fine working in single channel like that, then auxiliary sends will work perfectly all right for you and you wouldn't have to worry about that at all now i know that previously i've been leading up to talking about how i so easily give show note urls as the audacity to podcast.com slash 20 but here's the thing is as i've been preparing to share this with you i've been realizing wow this is really complicated. This is this is going to be hard to explain in audio how to do this or even just show someone. It's going to go over people's heads. It involves all of this fancy stuff. So I am still working on it to try and simplify it much more, including developing a couple things for WordPress that might make this easier or giving you some resources that would make this easier. But I do promise to eventually share my secret for how I make such easy URLs. And I will do so in a way that will be easy for you to implement. It might mean, though, 
go to this website, copy and paste this code and change this certain part of it for you without explaining what the code does or what the code actually is in the podcast. But sharing code in an audio podcast, PHP, CSS code, it can be really hard to do that because you have to see it. It's like, can I describe a complex mathematical formula to you in audio? I can, but it's so much easier to see it in writing on paper or on the screen. So I am still working on that and may actually release some kind of special little software that could help in some ways. We'll we'll see. I'm trying to simplify it for you guys, but I will share how to do it eventually. If you just really want to know the raw, complicated, technical details, then email feedback at noodle.mx. And if enough people say, we can take it, we can take it, we'll take the technical details, then I'll go ahead and share with you how I do it. But it is quite technical. However, I do want to tell you about something I am working on, and I need your input. That is a podcaster's theme for WordPress. Now, you've seen noodle.mx, and you probably like certain things about it. Of course, I've got the subscribe and follow widget, and that has tremendous success. And a lot of other podcasters are loving that, and they've purchased it from me. I had me customize it for them, and I can customize it for you. But I have in mind to develop a complete theme for WordPress designed specifically for podcasters in ways that will make your site work really well as a podcast site, whether you're running a single podcast or especially if you are running multiple podcasts on the same site. There isn't really a good theme that's well designed by a designer that's made for podcasts or a theme that's made by designers that's also made by podcasters. There, I haven't really found a good enough one. So I'm working on one. Here's what I want you to do. Look at different podcast websites out there. Email me. Tell me what you like what you don't like. Even look at noodle.mx and tell me what you like and what you don't like. Now keep in mind, I'm going to be doing some reworking on it in the next couple months and fine-tuning some things. So it will be changing and you may occasionally even catch it while it uh, has its pants down or something where you might catch an error for a moment, then you refresh and it works fine or stuff might look weird for a few minutes and it's okay. You might be catching me while I'm actually working on the code. So if something doesn't look weird, don't panic. Just wait a few minutes and refresh. But I do want your honest feedback, what you like and what you don't like about my site and site layout and design. And I've got some cool ideas and just keep listening for ways that that can work out. It will be a premium theme probably, but I will be looking for beta testers eventually, not quite yet, but eventually. So please tell me what is important to you about a WordPress theme for podcasters. Tell me what you like and what you don't like of other podcast sites that you've seen. And maybe, you know, throw me the oddball where you have a unique situation or something you do on your site that's unique. And I'll see if maybe 
there's a way that I could incorporate that kind of thing into the theme I'm developing. Going on right now are the podcast awards at podcastawards.com, but don't go there yet. Here's what I request that you do. You've already probably heard my short little announcement. Go to noodle.mx slash podcast awards, and there I list all of the shows in the Noodle Mix Network and how I request that you would vote for each of these shows, nominate them, that is. Right now, it's just the nominations. You can only nominate once, completely once. So put in all of your nominations at the same time. I'm requesting that you nominate The Ramen Noodle for comedy. Are you just watching for films and TV or for movies and films? And this podcast, the Audacity podcast under technology. And for more details and also to see what I nominated in case you're curious about what else you could nominate, check out noodle.mx slash podcast awards. And that has a link also to the podcast awards where you can submit that or nominate your own show too. Also, check out the Tech Podcast Network. It's really exciting to be a part of the Tech Podcast Network. And there are a lot of other podcasts about technology that you might enjoy. Some cool co-hosts, some cool hosts and cool shows. And it's a great privilege to be a part of the Tech Podcast Network. Now, for your Audacity tip of the week. In Audacity, if you are copying and pasting or moving things around, you need to do some kind of little edit. Like oftentimes, in fact, I'm going to have to do it for the ramen noodle, I think. is Actually, I do it all the time for the ramen noodle. I want to take something from the end where it was like, oh, I forgot to say this. Let me just say this real quick and I'll insert it somewhere in there. So I take that from the end and insert it somewhere within the rest of the podcast. Or maybe you want to replace something that you said within a podcast. So you might say, visit my website at mywebsite.com. And then you realize that later you realize, oh, I just completely botched my pronunciation of the website. So let me record this. Now visit my website at myawesomewebsite.com. And then you take that audio and you want to put it back into your recording. Well, as you find the spot to put it, let me give you some little tips for how to make it a little bit easier. Instead of selecting the audio you want to remove, removing it, and then trying to paste in the audio, your new audio, here's a little tip. Cut out part of that process. Select the audio that you want to replace, and instead of deleting it, just press paste right then. Regardless of if it's longer or shorter than the audio that you're pasting in, your audio will replace it and will either truncate or expand to fit. So don't worry about deleting before you paste in your new audio. Just select what you need to replace and paste and everything will automatically reflow. But it reflows within that channel. So if you have your podcast recorded and you add music afterward in Audacity, you have multiple tracks then. So you've got your vocal track and your music track. 
if you paste anything into the vocal track, it will completely misalign the rest of your audio because it will move the vocal track, but it won't move the odd, the music track. So here's what you can do. A little tip is instead of just pasting in that one track, click on the area where you want to paste the episode, click and drag down or drag up so that you are selecting across multiple tracks. Then when you paste, it pastes your selection into both of those tracks. Select, double click the part from the track you didn't want, or you could just press the shift button and press down or up and that will move your selection from being just a single track to the other track so that way you didn't have to reselect anything you've still got the same area selected now it's just a single part of the track and then when you've pasted it in you've pasted in stuff you don't need so then with that section still selected in the track where you don't want it to be press on the Mac, press Command Option K or on Windows Control Option K and this deletes it without reflowing things. So now that sounded really complex. Let me over that overview that for you again. If you've got multiple tracks and you want to paste audio into one track without it misaligning everything else, before you paste, run your cursor all the way across your tracks so it looks like you have parts of each track selected or you may not even see if there's silence you may not see that selected but it is selected just drag over it click paste and you'll see it paste in all of the tracks you had selected then just select that portion from those extra tracks and command option k or control option k on windows and it removes it but it doesn't reflow it. So what this is doing is it's inserting the same amount of audio on all of the tracks and thus moving all of them the same amount. So you don't get any misaligned audio or your music starting in the wrong place or anything like that. And that will save you some time and frustration in your editing. And that way you won't discover that suddenly when you come back and edit your episode that oops, everything is all lined up in the wrong way that would be embarrassing your music starts in the wrong place and it can be a real hassle so that's the audacity tip by the way if you have some audacity tips that you'd like to share you can email those to feedback at noodle.mx or call into 859-353-4332 that's also where you can send your questions or comments about the episode the show notes for this episode and screenshots of these things in Audacity and of Soundboard 2.0 will be at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 20. Please remember to check out noodle.mx slash podcast awards to see how you can support us by voting and nominating, well, rather nominating first our shows for podcast awards and then later on voting for us in the podcast awards and all of us will greatly appreciate that 
Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis. Follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. Thanks for listening.